Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com. And use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit, EndoDecoded Report, Personalized Cannabinoid and Terpene Suggestion, EndoAligned Product Matching in Your State, Suggested Dosage Guidelines, and Optimum Methods of Administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, EndoDNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeka soft gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeka Unwind, created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. Hey, everybody. It's me, Cannabis Industry Lawyer Tom Howard. Big shout out to Mars Hydro. If you want to try to win this MH150, you can visit us at CannabisIndustryLawyer.com and fill out the little survey to see if you're qualified for this industry that I uh, work in. Anyway, we have huge stories today on Cannabis Legalization News. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget the likes and the subscribes and smashing all the buttons that you need to feel good about yourself. Uh, We're going to talk today about a Senate candidate that's really going to be putting pressure on Biden uh, tomorrow, which is Labor Day. Summer 2022 is over. Is cannabis legal in your state yet? Go check your laws. What is happening, Miggy? What's How's up? Happy weekend. Busy, yeah. busy, 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 sore. busy weekend. Yeah, man. I'm old well, that's good, you know. And I, I just wanted to thank everybody, especially the members for tuning in and all the people that listen uh, at home. But it is a holiday weekend. It is Labor Day, and so if you are one of the three hundred and was it four hundred and twenty thousand people that now work in the legal cannabis industry, thank you for your service. And then, of right. course, if you're also a veteran like Miggy, thank you hey, for your service. Thank you. I, I don't know, man. I. I think that's just like uh, funny how we do that. We 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 thank people for their service. But it's like, hey, I just need a fucking job. That's all it came down to. <laughs> or yeah. or do the right thing, like 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 fighting against prohibition. You know, like you know, that's cool. let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about that the news story. But again, yeah, uh, evidently the in Illinois, there's supposed to be sixty three thousand pot jobs by twenty twenty five. That's going to depend on how open that market is. But mm. uh, this is the main story. Fetterman. Fetterman out of Pennsylvania, which is hilarious because he's running for Senate in Pennsylvania, which has a crappy medical program and no adult use. Yeah. Well, Pennsylvania is hurting in all kinds of ways. So, I mean, to see legalization, we've come so far. Come on, man. Just just get it across the finish line. You can do it. Actually, uh, in Pennsylvania, they don't even have really a bill. And so when we're talking about stuff like Missouri, Missouri's blowing up. We're going to have some... Uh, Missouri news later on in the program, but let's let's kind of well, and he's using this. I mean, this is this is a Democrat running for Senate, pushing back against the president, 
on an issue that is extremely popular to everybody. And if you guys think that he should, you know, let us know in the chat, in the comments, you know, hit them likes. It, it, uh, what's here's going the, on with it, man? Here's the thing, man. Whenever any of these politicians say shit like this, like, I'm going to, uh, you know, what, what was he? He's pushing for a deschedule, right? Or, or yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah. He, he is. He, he says it's long past time we finally decriminalize marijuana. So that means descheduling. Whenever they say decriminalize, uh, I'm assuming it's code for descheduling. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it's cute that you say something, but like we have to talk about the actual ways to make a thing happen for for people, right? You can you can have the more act pass the Senate sixty thousand times, but if it doesn't go mm-hmm. through the House. You know, we no, no, it's, it's backwards. It or yeah, either way, sixty-seven times, and it hasn't gone through the Senate because they got their own idea. Yeah, you know the guy. But like, if Fetterman were to say deschedule, why? I, I really, we we need to start treating, stop treating people like they're stupid, and and, and just be like, look. But I, I mean, it's easy to 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 low level pander to people, but like, oh yeah, we got a news story about that later, so you're gonna mm. want to stick around. Especially, we have uh, a little homegrown. For our name that strain today, but we're going to talk about uh, an industry that may be behind keeping it illegal because it may impact their bottom lines. But, you know, I I really can't wait. And so everybody who's watching this story unfold, because it's supposed to be at this parade at Labor Day Parade, which, again, is tomorrow. And so uh, hopefully everybody will, like, give us some shouts, like, let us know what goes down at this parade tomorrow with Fetterman and Biden. I hope like. Biden just gave a whole bunch of people money by canceling their student loan debt. And so he's willing to buy votes. Is well, he willing to do something so popular as to maybe he'll say, like, I'm going to do an executive order. We are no longer enforcing cannabis crimes, provided that you are operating pursuant to a state license. That's something. Or but then how do you how do you address the people in the, in the prohibition state still, you know, and. You know, or, or or you put the states on the deadline to come up with a plan. You know, there's got to be a package that you deliver. You can't just ramble off like, you know, I'm going to go talk to Biden. I mean, it's, it's cute. Appreciate it. Appreciate the talking about it. You know, he raised a flag on the Capitol, which you, you've never I thought I'd never see in my lifetime. A marijuana flag on, on in the nice. Capitol. So, you know, I gave him a lot of respect, but I wish advocates actually had solutions when you talk about like, well, this is what we're going to do. Well, this is what you should be doing is descheduling it, advocating for the deschedule, which will definitely open the market. And then also, if the regulation is a concern, you know, come with a package. But the, the regulation shouldn't be a concern right now. What should be a concern is the fact that we're given powers, we enable law enforcement, uh, the ability to fuck with your life. <laughs> That's, That's it. right. But let's read this press release from August 29th from the Fetterman campaign, uh, because you can see it's for immediate release. And that's did you know how you could tell if it's a press release? No. It'll be for immediate release. Oh, right, but anyway, right. um, uh, we're going to put this back up and then Miggy's going to take a small uh, medical break. I'll just uh, get him out of the way. So Pennsylvania governor, uh, gubernatorial uh, lieutenant governor John Fetterman, uh, who is running for Senate, by the way, Uh, on Monday, uh, has some very interesting press releases that he came out with. He says that it's long past time they decriminalized marijuana, uh, but this is the thing that I really wanted to drill in on, and so I'll I'll make myself a little bit smaller. Uh, Anyway, it says, I don't want to hear any bullshit coming out of Dr. Oz's campaign trying to conflate decriminalizing marijuana with serious harmful crime. Are we supposed to believe that neither he nor any members of his staff 
ever used marijuana as mayor of Braddock, which is a pretty you know cool sounding name. I made it my mission to combat serious crime. I know firsthand what serious crime looks like. Marijuana does not fit the bill. It is time to end the hypocrisy on this issue once and for all. And that is crazy because there's no like Pennsylvania still what? illegal. Only medical in Pennsylvania. I think it's crazy that he, this even has to be a, a contention, a, a fighting chance, right? Dr. Oz is the most horrible candidate. Like when it comes to like this whole, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's no two good sides right now. There's no. Democrats and then there's people who want to like take over the Republican, you know, the the, the Republic, right? There's uh, just... the Republicans, I think, have a lot more infighting than Democrats right now, especially right. on this issue. But I did want to give a shout out to all the members. If you guys want your questions answered on the program live, uh, consider joining our YouTube membership. And then also, we will put you in the credits. So thank you guys so much for uh, throwing us some chips. We use those to buy ads also on Google uh, for a company that provides for my lifestyle. And hopefully one day it'll it'll help with Miggy's, but it's just so hard. And so that's why we're going to send him this Canon ELS Rebel SL3. And so it, it, wait, coming for fall 2022 to Cannabis Legalization News, Miggy in uh, DLSR. Yeah, well, the fact that you might be able to use that for content, you know, some of these gardens I go to and shit. I mean, a cell phone's horrible for content. Oh, no, this is much better than your cell. The problem that you're going to have, you're going to need a, let me know about mics, because, like, there's some mics that you need. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll mail everything that I had. Some of the ones that I bought were garbage. Uh, Some of them that you can find are actually quite good. And if you guys want to find us, head on over to facebook.com backslash free THC. Good luck on that one. You're probably going to be asked if you have a problem. I'm sure. Hey, uh, and then we got that uh, the other issue that you were talking about with the pharmaceuticals. Oh, this is a big story. This is a big old story. And but we're gonna we're gonna couch it in stock news. And so everybody that mm. uh, wants a small ad break that has a packed bowl, we're gonna do some pot stocks here in a minute. Marijuana Moment is reporting that the pharmaceutical industry is suffering billions in losses after states legalize marijuana. According to this new study, let's go over it. It was reported on September 1st out of the Marijuana Moment. That is Kyle Yeager. Uh, Please let us know if we're mispronouncing his name. But uh, the pharmaceutical industry takes a hit after states legalize marijuana. This is a pun, ladies and gentlemen. This right here is a pun. Takes a serious hit. Uh, fortunately, they put the word economic in there. Otherwise, hit can mean more than one thing in that aspect. The uh, and so it's a first-of-its-kind study. The peer-reviewed research article published in the journal PLOS One on Wednesday looked at a stock market return for prescription drug scales, sales for 556 pharma companies between 1996 and 2019, analyzing market trends before and after the enactment of medical and adult use cannabis legalizations at the state level. Returns were about one to two and a half, well, 1.5 to two percent lower ten days after legalization. So, perhaps cannabis is medicine. Uh, perhaps we understand why the pharmaceutical industry lobbies so hard right. to prevent cannabis from being labeled medicine. That's one of the things that we need to push back on. I realize that you know we're trying to stay compliant with all policies but and and and, you know much respect to to google and youtube and alphabet but how do we change the law if you're going to mute us 
Exactly. Like if it's if it's the wrong thing, if it's wrong, how come we can't talk about it? Or like, how do we talk about it in a way that you're not going to suppress? And, well, but, and that's a difficult thing. And it's so weird how they don't question why it's wrong, right? There's no question about like, you know, we just Are this is how it vegetarian? is. That me? Yeah. Blasphemy. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, but it, you know, do you have any idea the health benefits, the savings that we would have on healthcare, oh, yeah. and then the savings that we would have on the environment if it's it's like it's like. 10% and I'm being generous. You know, it's like 10% of the population in the United States is vegetarian. If you just switch the feet so it's 90% is oh, vegetarian. God. Yeah. Holy crap. Now, the the beef dairy industry, the chicken industry, the the pig industry, all those are in the toilet. The price of corn and commodities, they're also in the toilet. They're really really cheap. Uh, there's no coronary bypass surgeries going on. Cancer <laughs> is cut in half. Uh, all of the because i'm in america not canada hmm, you know i, I just kind of look at it and i'm like why are people willfully killing themselves and like just driving up the prices <laughs> of everything because ribs and it's hard to argue with that you know, because ribs. animals taste delicious with salt and pepper but you know the thing is we we it's kind of like that's kind of what the whole epitome about being an american is right there's selective evils that we all in, in, embark on and do that or like not horrible, and that's kind of like the thing with the cannabis, where it's like it has to be recreational, or it can't be medicine, or it can't be hell. It can't be fucking rope, <laughs> you know. So I I just think that's the the quandary we're trying to like parlay between like most people are we're still in the advocacy stage where you know it's for patients. It you have to say all these different uh, talking points, but in the end, you don't talk about your beer like this. I don't talk no. about my coffee like this. Well, I do talk about my coffee like this sometimes. It's fantastic, by the way. It is. Hey, if any coffee sponsors wants to throw us some shekels, I will take them and you can pay me in coffee, provided it doesn't suck, which basically means it needs to be fresh roasted. Anyway, moving back into the uh, quotes from the actual study. Uh, and so this is what they had. This is from Cali Polytechnic State University and the University of New Mexico researchers. Uh, they found that by expanding access and thus the legal and thus use legalization could permit cannabis to compete with conventional pharmaceuticals, largely unpatentable. Cannabis may act like a new generic entrant following medical legalization, leading some individuals to substitute away from other drugs and toward the cannabis plant. However, unlike a conventional new generic drug, cannabis use is not restricted to a single or limited set of condition. This means that the cannabis acts as a new interest across many different drug markets simultaneously. And I think the reason for that is your endocannabinoid system impacts more than just your endocannabinoid oh, yeah. system. 100%. But never is it taught like all these people that are coming up with pharmaceutical drugs. I think they take a lot of time to be like Keytruda. Oh, that is a <laughs> fanciful, arbitrary trademark. Nobody has Keytruda. We will own it and brand the fuck out of it. Well, uh, instead of like, why do but we even, do this? Like Botox, though, right? Like yeah. people understand Botox can be both for like people take it for migraines, and then people take it to like for super like plastic surgery, right? Like mm -hmm. two opposite reasons for this thing to exist. And then cannabis, you're like, well, it's it's medicine, and and, and it helps with your endocannabinoid system, but also it helps with your Friday night. Well, how can it be both? How can it be? And, and you know, you, people, the argument, the other side is the argument is, well, I don't take, uh, uh, well, when you do take, say, uh, 
opium or, or, or uh, Vicodins for recreational use, then it becomes an addiction, right? You're not doing it, you know, there's, but yet with weed, I'm doing it because it's a Friday night, not because like I have to have it or it's, it's like make excuses for it. I make mundane, uh, uh, pedantic excuses like, oh, it's a case of the Mondays, right? Like that's what weed's going to give me and solve me. But really, it's just, it's such a fine line trying to describe to people that it's, it's why we've been ruining lives. The, 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 the law has ruined more lives than the goddamn plant. You know, what it other- has. Like, that's a Bill Murray quote, right? Isn't that a Bill Murray quote about the most uh, deadly thing or the most harmful thing about the cannabis plant is being caught with it? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. With a little picture of him holding the plant. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, if I just put that in there. Uh, and so there you go. We just we just we just Googled it right there. And then uh, Bill Murray is just fine. He's smoking weed, according to Vice. But um, here it is. Here's the Bill Murray uh, tweet. Uh, that is a terrible link out. That is just a terrible link out. I would love to see the alt tag on the thing that was crawled on that one. Uh, here, here's a better one. Let's hope. And so here's weed memes. There it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's loading. There we go. I find it quite ironic that the most dangerous thing about weed is getting caught with it. Uh, smash them likes and then tag somebody who loves Bill Murray. Uh, if you do agree with that stuff. And then of course, if you're driving right now and listening to us, watch out. That's a deer. Oh, shit. But, you know, this is the most infuriating thing about uh, legalization and, and being an activist or whatever it is that to speak out on this cause is because the lives are being ruined over a plant that's not it's not ruining the lives like the consumer. Uh, uh, it's only the people that are growing it. And and really, that's what you were, we've been championing for this whole time has been the, the, the people who just want to grow and, 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 you know, pay their bills and. You know, here at Washington State, uh, I don't know if you uh, uh, saw my video I talked about the other day about what is regulation and, and whatnot, but we had a, our medical market here uh, rated. Oh. Uh, the last two were recently rated. And uh, uh, finally, the statement came out, and it was the LCB who used the police. Hey, uh, Oklahoma, you should probably pay attention to Washington State right now because so... You know, no one, there was no arrest, but all product confiscated. Uh, according to the press release article, it was like 1,600 pounds or something like that. But Dang. Uh, it's just unfortunate that they disrupted this market. And to top it off, because uh, I'll probably be doing a separate video on it, uh, there might be some uh, racism involved about like how it got uh, uh, propagated to, that to, is whack. to be rated. Yeah, no, it's, it's whack. a so check out yeah, Miggy's take a break. thing that he just did. Was that the legacy market one or what was yes. the other one? It's a legacy Check out market. the legacy market video that Miggy just did. And then uh, news, breaking story across my desk. It's 420. It's 420 on the East Coast right about now. Right about now it is. <laughs> Do you know where you can turn to when you need some stuff for the cannabis industry? You can turn to Cannabis Consulting Online. That's Cannabis-Consulting.online. I really need to get one of these banners for that, I tell you. I am not Miggy. Sometimes I play him on TV. But uh, we are going to be doing an episode. Uh, we're going to do a quick one today. And so uh, we're going to end around, I don't know, 20 to the hour or 10 to the hour. And then we're going to be doing something about the New York conditional adult use retail dispensary it's the worst named thing that i've ever seen uh you see what they do is they 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 have this this acronym right here 
So what is it? Additional adult use retail dispensary. They call it the card because oh. New York's like that. But we're going to talk all about uh, New York, what's going on right now. They still have about three weeks to get those in. And did we overprice our offering? Nobody wants to pay for a New York application. Well, you know, these cats, they're getting into the, 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 the ones with deep pockets, right? They already have the lawyer that who's not in, uh, familiar with the cannabis side of things, just the law. Oh, side, no, we're right? going to talk about it. Like, it's it's unlimited. It's like it's Connecticut. It's Illinois. It's mm. stuff that ballot. Well, and then, what, 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 so are they going to let the market prove it? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it going to be like, are there... That's one of the issues I had a, a question about because how these limits, we do limits, is like... What other industry out there? Are there are there gun store limits in states? Are there alcohol limits in states? What other type industry is a limit? Yeah, I know, but only in America, <laughs> I guess. I don't only know. in America. Not even Canada would do that crap. Hey, but did you say that you had a story? Otherwise, I'm going to do something international. Oh yeah, this is the international. Well, then hit the bumper. Oh shit! I might or may not be. Uh... Feeling good. I, I can always hit the bumper for you. I was just creating a new banner for something, and so no, uh, it's right. You got it. I'm in there. There we go. Urgent news story coming across our desk. Did you know that there's something going on in Canada, according to the entre- uh, the Gondrepreneur? That's right, Miggy. Uh, did you know that there's British Columbia worker strike has caused 50 cannabis retailers to close? That's amazing. I mean, the, the unity to have, you know, hopefully they, they, uh, they get what they're asking for. I'm pro-union. Union worker strike over wages in British Columbia has resulted in 500 jobs lost and the closure of 50 cannabis retail locations. And I wonder what they wanted because unions, the thing that unions are supposed to do is represent the labor and the workers so that they are not exploited by management. And it's a very, uh, it's it's Labor Day. It's this weekend. And it's, yeah. it, we, we owe it to the unions on that. But you have to watch out, unions, because sometimes you can be bad for the bottom line, by the way. Well, and that's why and, and, yeah. the union busters are happening out here. You know, the, the thing that um, I was watching a, a news thing today about unions and uh, uh, they're, well, for one, I mean, they are kind of little mafias, and it does depend on what kind of union you belong to. But for the overall worker, like, say, retail worker, you know, we just got done with the pandemic, and people had to go to work every day, and, you know, people banging their pans and whistles. You know cops have unions? You know what I mean? And the, the baseball union, people don't bitch about those people, but yet when it comes to, like, the working, people have to put up with, like, people have this bullshit day to day. The same people who should be allowed to smoke and not, and not get drug tested, right? Those same right people... On. Right. Huh? No, I agree with you. And it's like the, the, the drug testing and all that. You just essentially want to have a very um, a bad workforce, if that's what you're going to do. Because if somebody can't think outside the box so much that they'll never touch a drug uh, and, and question anything, they're going to have no creativity. They're not going to be able to think differently about a particular problem that you're trying to solve. And so yeah. as times evolve, your company is effed. But whatever, let's go back to uh, the Gondrepreneur article about all the unions in British Columbia. Uh, and so Pehoth the Post, or Pehotha to the Post? We should probably find out who that man is, yeah. uh, by the way. Who is this Pehotha guy? <laughs> no, it tells me we say. Pehotha. Oh, there he is. There he goes. There's three times. Jacqueline. 
It's spelled uh, uh, unconventionally. So when you spell Jacqueline, J-A-C-L-Y-N-N, I say that is an unconventional spelling of Jacqueline. Uh, Pahota, she's the executive director of Retail Cannabis Council of BC. That is the RCCBC. And so she was quoted by the National Post uh, saying that the British Columbia General Employees Unions will resort in looking between 50% and 70% of retailers closing their doors. Now, talk about a bombastic comment by somebody who's clearly interested in suppressing the union vote. Mm. You know? No, I mean, again, corporations, like you said, uh, it's so weird to now be at the level of business I've been now uh, that's not cannabis related. When you see how the the meat's made, how the, you know, the mm-hmm. packaging and, uh, you know, a business is like government, essentially, like when they're so big and so layered uh, to get the thing done uh, uh, is bureaucracy. And I, I think that's what we see and a lot of times who's in charge of the bureaucracy dictates how things are going to follow down so like that's just shitty business when you're scared about unions because unions do help because you want to help listen to the voices right of your your workers and and, and well, make you them happy also like i think unions are qa and they're so, like you that's know, the it. quality assurance or quality control yeah. like with unions with trades you have a level like you're not going to get fleeced by some purported fly-by-night contractor or or web dev it would be great if web devs had a union and like there's standards and so like with the iew and like so the electrical unions and then the the trades there are ways that you're supposed to do the work that you're doing it's not just because you belong to a union it's because that's the right way you do the job well from my side like there have been some like because a union almost some of them like the electricians union and the machinist machinist union right or like corporations too big big just like big like them where bureaucracy is involved as well but some work better for the people like i've seen the electrician one stellar but the machines mate union ones sometimes i've questioned their uh is it really helping for in general because a lot of times they're depending on your company they just want to appease the the largest population the largest donors no matter what which is sometimes not you and then you're like hey why why, why am i even coming to this barbecue when like everyone's dancing around over there and you know that's that that's just that's cool but have you seen what the heck's going down in uh missouri no what's up in the in the not quite the south but it is the missouri now this is some stuff that i didn't see coming maybe i I did not see this coming like the, the activists are saying the legalization ballot initiative does not go far enough and they want their Republican governor to cover, cover, call a special session to make Missouri, Oklahoma style where it's open or like New Mexico style, as opposed to a limited market. Uh, isn't that something else? Can you believe I mean, that, Mickey? I can, can't believe it got as far as they have with in Missouri. So, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, he listens to the population or the, uh, the majority. But right? it's, it's, but like, that's not what I'm saying. Like, this, the, the point of this story is. It's legalization or more legalization. He's saying the ballot initiative, the Republican governor is yeah. saying that's not enough gas. That's all brakes. That's no gas. Wait, like, you know, you got to cut these brakes. It can't just be like the, the guys that currently have a license are going to get a lock on the licenses. It needs to be the show me state. You're open for business. Anybody can get into this. This is free market capitalism. That's what he's saying. And so it's like this didn't go far enough. Oh, what, that yeah. mean, damn. Okay, 
interesting. They, Missouri deserves better. Yeah. You know? And so it's like vote no on this one. But they want it so that uh, they, hopefully it's going to it's going to come up for Governor P- Mike Parson's uh, special legislative session. And if you're joining us from Missouri or if you know somebody in Missouri, go ahead and tell them to have this because that would be great. I mean, I'm already in the process of getting licensed to practice in Missouri and St. Louis is our next office that we're going to open. But uh, this basically means that it's either going to be uh, a limited market and it's expensive yeah. or it's going to be like Oklahoma or like Oregon back in the day or like New Mexico right now or Michigan uh, or even to a certain extent, New Jersey. I mean, I'm always of the opinion that you know, this stuff doesn't magically become cheaper to build. Well, it doesn't become magically cheaper to make, you know, to, to make a safe dispensary. You can't do that for 80 grand. You know, you're gonna, robberies, they happen. How are you going to protect yourself and your clients and your product, you know? Making it open, though, that's the that's the key to, like, the social equity side of things, too, right? Like, if something's open. So not only are you doing social equity, but you're hitting fair capitalistic market, right? Like, that's what I saw here in the uh, early days of medical in Washington State um, was a fair capitalist market. Like, the product proved, you know, we wasn't being splashy ads and, and, and stuff like that. It was like I walk in and I see the, the weed and, and smell it. And I'm like, okay. It looks great, but that's awesome, dude. Like the fact that if they had that chance, like that's both a fair market and, and social equity all at the same time, if everybody has a chance, because at that point it's fundraising's on you and all the other bullshit that's coming along with business, just business in general. People want to separate the, the, the legalization side with the, the business side. But when that business side happens, it's, it's, that's legal. Right? I mean, like, so then you have to have the the, the like the processes and, and to, to, to be competing in, a, in whatever other product is out there. You know, that's who your competition, the product, you know, and, and trying to understand what you're growing. So the probably the medical state's going to have the or people who are medical practitioners are going to be more uh, uh, well, upper hand because they have the mm-hmm. experience and all that shit. Right on, man. Hey, but I think that's some interesting news, and I think that's like that's that is the exact opposite of the story that you see, like in um, you know South Dakota, where you're like, oh, we're confused, we're gonna have to overdo the will of the people, as opposed to like the governor saying, like, that ain't legalization. Hold my beer, I'll show you legalization. It's like, woo, can you guys do that, like in in many other states? You know, because that would be really cool. I mean, isn't being a Republican or I mean, a, a governor kind of like being a, a, a like your your legacy, right? Like if legalization happened in this person, because right now uh, in your state, in Illinois, uh, right. the the Republican compete. Uh, I saw the ad and it kind of died inside a little bit laughing because they're saying like all these drug epidemics and all this bad shit's happening. It's kind of like this cartoon narrative where I'm like, you really saw this coming. You're like, come on. It's not like that. But like, this is what you got. This is what you're, you're running with, and it's not real solution to a thing. Because oh, le- yeah. legalization, the could, yeah, the Illinois governor, the only thing that could allow him to lose is if there is a scandal in his family, and there's not. He's got it's not Rod Blagojevich. He doesn't need to steal money. He's got money, um, and so that won't happen. Uh, and then the only thing that might throw him out is if there's a huge cataclysmic depression between now and two months from now. But the statistical probability of that is like one in a thousand. Uh, and speaking of one in a thousand, we should do some name that strain. This is uh, 
we got a we got a very special name that strain. Let's, let's enjoy oh yeah, it's some. your uh, it's a little medicine. There she is. That was the best one that we could get uh, outlined from my iPhone. But yeah, that one came down August 15th. And uh, and now it is in that situation. It was the only one that finished well. Uh, some of the seeds hermed at the end because like they wouldn't finish. I'm like, just, why did this one finish? And then these other ones. Hmm. Uh, and, and so it, not all seeds, despite having the same genetics, will finish at the same time, um, which is just bizarre. But uh, but nothing yeah. you learn, right? Can you imagine yeah. being a, a like? That's why I say like, comp- oh, home grow legalization. It's not going to be like this. Plants can be everywhere, even though it should be. But it will be a mundane, pedantic subject for for most people, right? Chad uh, wants a hint. Oh so shit! He's a long time viewer and uh, member, or actually, he yeah, he joined as a membership before the show. Uh, Chad Westport, check out his channel uh, and the Future Cannabis product. Uh, a hint on this would be trademark infringement, trademark oh, yeah. infringement. And then it's an autoflower variant of that that I bought from IGM, no, ILGM.com, which is close as I'm going to get to saying anything where you can purchase hemp seeds. Nobody Ch- should be purchase hemp seeds. Chad also just had uh, Tommy Chung on. The, um, uh, oh, yeah, I saw that. Profi- I, I profiled just, him. So much props to Tommy Chung. Oh, yeah. shit. Look at that, man. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Trademark infringement was the only thing that Chad and 007 needed. Uh, you know, shout out to Ina, member of the show. Uh, we're thinking about doing a, an Ask Me Anything next time. And then that could be the, the reason why you should stick around at the end. It's like, get all your questions in, especially yeah. for members, at the end. Um, yeah, see- and it, it wasn't auto. It was the only one that finished nice. And uh, I'll see. I haven't, I haven't touched the Skittles yet because, like I said, it came down on the about the 15th of august so it's only about three weeks old but the lessons you're learning from being a grower yourself like could you imagine like if your survival as a business depended on your grow ability no that, that's just silly like my <laughs> the survival of my business depends on this this and, is like, why... my ability to like read contracts and explain people that are in them and i'm not what they mean you know but this is why the ending, uh, uh, descheduling it, uh, stopping, you know, ending prohibition is not going to be the end all because fucking growing good weeds hard and also understanding the plant, uh, you know, with different like autos yeah. and non autos and uh, 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 even like the after when you process it. Uh, I took my oldest or my oldest, my, uh, my my middle to uh, 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 my middle kid to his first. He just turned twenty one. Uh, pot shop. And uh, uh, we went through a little, because uh, he likes cartridges, and uh, uh, the bud tender kind of uh, instructed him on, like, dissolute versus uh, rosin and uh, CO2. And I was like, shit, I totally forgot about, like, the difference of, like, explaining it to my kids. Like, hey, in these cartridges, it, the, what it is is the process before that is different, right? And, like, I, I've never been a big BHO extract person. I've always been fearing the uh, the molecule of the the toxic gas being left in it but co2 100 percent would do in a rosin press but uh these are things we neglect to to to, to teach but that's how you learn with this damn plant because there's so many goddamn things about it but mm-hmm. yeah there's so many gosh darn things and let's talk a little bit then about the where this arose now of course this is an auto and then when they started growing they were dinky and i, I tried to do an experiment where i was using a smaller pot 
worked great. Uh, smaller pot still had a wonderful yield. And then um, it, it finished really, really quickly, but it was the only one that did. Uh, and, and so this was a, an auto, but it's a Skittles auto, which is an Indica major strain bred from a mix mm. of grape ape and grapefruit. Interesting. And so that's that's what Skittles is. For, I believe Turp Hogs were, yes, Turp Hogs uh, were the uh, breeders on this one. But I don't know how it became an auto. And so what did they cross that uh, with to give it the ability to not be a photo period? Hmm. We should yeah, get somebody yeah. on the show that answers that. Is it sticky? It looks sticky. Uh, it was fine. I mean, like it was sticky. It had a lot of resin. I didn't handle it very, very much. I'm sure if I would have gone into there, it would have stuck. But then you want to wait so that you can get a good cure on it so that it's not too sticky. And, and then I don't like to trim uh, until you're at that point where you can get that. Um, I mean, like, unless you can get rid of the sugar leaves and stuff, but still, you, know, you can get rid of those whenever. Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, we have a couple of other good stories. Uh, one I think we could do. What do you what do you think about this fresh toast article? You not on the page on that? Do you see that? I missed that. I got as far as what we just did. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah, let's talk about. Mm. Oh yeah, what bumper. This one. what bumper do you think we should use on that one? Oh, uh, man, we need one that says "shit I knew was coming." <laughs> shit I knew was coming, which is uh, shit that I wasn't expecting. There you go. Evil twin. Let's let's actually this was trending, and I don't think we did a trending bumper. Yeah, let's do trending. This was going around the internet this week. Joining us for Around the Internet this week. Did you hear about this one, dude? It is official. official. Smoking weed. More popular than smoking tobacco. And then you see this stuff that I have? It's Crexy. And so, like, I just got my real estate license while I passed the exam. No, we're not. Position between, like, pass the exam, get the license. Mm. Uh, And... We can buy a, a hundred thousand square foot high bay industrial building for one point five million dollars. <laughs> These people want you to grow an obscene amount of cannabis. That's what they're doing. Blows my mind that people actually have that kind of money. Oh, this is in this is in Illinois, dude. Yeah, oh, so I that's see. not bad. Is it in Illinois? Yeah, Belvedere. I might have to go check us out over in Belvedere, and I'll see the the guy that I went to law school with that I believe is still in Belvedere because then you have to get people on your side, but. I don't like growing in warehouses like that. Look at that. You're just telling the sun to fuck off. That's all you're doing. <laughs> but, um, anyway, but, that's that's not the point. And the point of the, the story is, to go back to the actual oh, yeah. story, uh, smoking weed is more, more popular than smoking tobacco. Reported out of the Fresh Toast. Shout out to, is it, uh, what's J, is it J? J? JJ McKay. JJ McKay from the Fresh Toast. Yeah, brilliant guy. Brilliant, brilliant guy. Uh, you know, it's a Gallup poll. It reveals for the first time ever Americans smoke more weed than tobacco. I uh, honestly, man, I mean, to, you know what's bad about tobacco too? So, Shalene Tao posted the other day on Instagram or Twitter, whatever, uh, that she won't take tobacco money. And to me, I'm like, you know, it's not the plant itself that's bad, tobacco, but it's the processing of shit that makes the cigarettes, right? There's more crap in the cigarette. Like, it's like walking meth in a thing. Like, it got pre. I don't think tobacco could get legalized of that cigarette right now today. Do you? No, I, I think you're right. Like if, if we just were walking down the street and magically came into tobacco, as opposed to it just being there and grandpa was smoking it and grandpa's grandpa and grandpa's grandpa's grandpa's. Uh, and so it was just there an omnipresent and the world was quite dangerous a hundred years ago, by the way, yeah. uh, big, big likes and subscribes and shout outs to anybody who thinks the world was quite dangerous. 100 years but, ago. But think about it. Some companies said, Hey, 
how can we make people want this thing more and more and yeah. crave it and, 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 and feel it. like give it's you not enough addiction. to make a dollar i have to make a dollar every day yeah, yeah. And, and 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 they dump so much poison into like the the, the thing you know and then still was like okay we'll, we'll buy it <laughs> you know people buy cigarettes that's why lab regulation to me is the most important part of when we talk about cannabis regulation it's just making it that the plant has to get tested sold on the market that's that's to me, the most primary first one that should be a rule, but uh, yeah, man, it's a I don't know, it's the after shit that makes it bad for tobacco. I know plenty of people who smoked uh, like real tobacco, rolled their own shit, and thought they were badass as well, and they didn't get the same addiction that uh, uh, what the other uh, manufacturer cigarettes get. Right on, yeah. But there it is. Gallup poll and some Americans are significantly more likely to use alcohol than either marijuana or cigarettes. And while alcohol consumption has remained relatively constant over the decades, cigarette use is now less than a fourth of what it was in the 50s. Uh, Americans' regular use of marijuana is modestly higher than a cigarette at this point, but the trend over the decades is that marijuana use is upward. And this, by the way, is data that we can all graph and see in real time. It is, it is just remarkable. That's one of the cool things. Mm. Uh, we, we take all this data and so we know how many people smoked uh, 50 years ago and so you can see cancer waves like just go down but then continue to come up and then uh, if you, um, you know, take a different data set and you, you look at the the vegetarians uh the cancer rates are substantially low but you can uh, parallel the, <laughs> but you can also parallel it with like how we talked yeah. about earlier how pharmaceutical industry uh, goes down as, as well right mm -hmm. there's all yeah. these like uh things positive uh, externalities is what they call it in mm. uh, political science there's there's so many virtuous cycles positive externalities uh there's so many goods about the cannabis plant that i love seeing like the uh the, the missouri politician saying yeah not open enough missouri deserves better everybody should be able to make money on this plant america free market i'm like seriously that guy. Yeah, that's I mean, that's how you get the social equity involved. That's how because now everybody has a fair chance, you know, period. That's like with the whole premise of this bullshit agreement. But that's that we why call. they want it to be limited so that it's only social equity so that they got a sure thing. Well, uh, yeah, that's, that's I don't think it's American. I mean, like it's there's no such thing as a sure thing except for no. taxes and death. I mean, that's, that's kind of the saying that, you know, one of our founders had. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying overall, like in, in once, you know, the overall playing field is going to be no boundary, right? Like where I, where you can be a, a New Jersey weed man. Like, again, I can start a small brewery, save up money, open a bunch of like learn to practice. Right. Which will take me a year or two to like refine oh, my hundreds, not, you know? not a year or two. I bet, I bet brewing and growing all those things, they are wisdom style professions where yeah. it will take you hours and years. And then also thought, like you have to consider what it's, you have to think critically about what you're doing with it. So like, why did this work? What was I doing last time where this happened? What was I doing this time? What were the genetic traits that I observed? Like that type of like ridiculous. Remember like back in the day in the day, like in the 1850s uh, and now actually I'm, I apologize, the 1815s. So did you ever watch like master and commander with Russell Crowe where they're on, no. the, on the boat? I know you're talking like, about it. No. Like 200 years ago. Right. Yeah. And so like, they're on a boat in England 200 years ago. It's 1822 and shit, right? 
And so that's like before Darwin and all that other crap. Mm. And so these guys would be the scientists on the boat and they would be making these findings and they, they're just beautiful. And they would just draw the, the picture of like, you know, the plant that they looked at and they would describe what the plant is and they would like mm. classify it and they would give it like pathetic, um, not pathetic, but Greek or, or, oh, or right. lots of names, you know, like I think it was Greek, but I, I, I have not been seven and had to learn this in many years. <laughs> Hey man, you got your thing going on. We probably should call it a, a, a thing and, and wrap it up so you go on to your. Uh... Let's do this one last yeah, thing. Yeah, totally. Let's do this history thing about it and then we can wrap up because I know the New York uh, model pretty darn well. I, I might even just do it on the fly. Be like, hey, are you, are you, are you curious? Do you want to do this? Let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah anyway, and so uh, which one is this? This one is international. This one's history. Yeah, Maggie, do you know when the first brownie recipe for cannabis came out? 1954. 1954. Spoiler alert. He was reading it from the Alice B. Tokolas <laughs> cookbook. Yeah. Uh, this article needs further citation for verification. And so, by the way, uh, if you were one of the witnesses of the first cannabis brownie recipe in a cookbook which again was in the beatnik generation so like 54 well she's one like, of the best-selling cookbooks go ahead Maggie. oh no just like she's like with like the renaissance people right with dolly and stuff right so, mm -hmm. she was a very um influential uh author you know the <clears throat> it's so funny to me as a kid growing up like to figure out what are you gonna be when you when you, when you want to do for a living and you see mm -hmm. people who are like artists And, and and they 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 they're successful for what writing words, or, right? Or or even comedians for like telling talking jokes. words. Yeah, to people people just... pay good money to come and see that nice man. Like people pay good money to go see Don Rickles make somebody dress somebody down a notch, or like yeah. you know, do Dave Chappelle's stuff that he, just right, right. to hear him talk for an extended period of time. And at her time, But, uh, she was yeah. one of the, the, those people. And so yeah, the, this Bertrand this has... Stein's life partner. By the way, this uh, this cookbook published by Alice B. Tokolis in 1954. Okay, dude, I I, I have this uh, copy of this somewhere, and it's got a bunch of recipes uh, for using hash. And uh, I've heard some people who actually uh, made the recipes in this say oh, it's not so good, but I mean, not so good. You know, they didn't have as many uh, spices back then. I don't know. Well, like that <laughs> they uh, they had they had worse. Things. And so, like, I would like it's yeah. called hash fudge, made from spices, nuts, fruit, and cannabis. Uh, you know, did they do an extraction? You know, no, this they... is old school, like hash hash, like uh, like water hash. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it's, it's awesome. very cool uh, uh, read too. So, well, uh, you know, yeah. Check that out then. If you go check out Alice Tokola's cookbook and let us know if it's crap. Because it's from the 50s, but it, it has to do, it might be a moment in history of weed. The first published weed recipe. Yeah, well, I think it also, I, I look at history with weed, in like with, but with society too, right? Like, right. we don't know everything, but like, and we're always constantly freaking out that like, oh, this is all the new fuck, the, the new fuck. But like this, we've always, there's always been like... Uh, racism and, and 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 but there's also been good people and and normal people where people like like are like uh just sane and not uh can you know have a, 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 have a thing. A, yeah have a conversation or an argument but not have it escalate to a point of stupidity where 
you're like, okay, there is one truth. You know, for the most part, when you two people can figure out something and, and to an end, you can get to it two different ways. But at the end, there's that one freaking thing that you both like, yep, that's it. That's what it is. I mean, <laughs> awesome. And if you, you know, guys believe that, consider joining as a member and talking yeah. to us. And, uh, you know, we'll see in a bit. Uh, this, this next one's going to be more educational. But uh, thanks for sticking around and for liking, subscribing, all that stuff. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Brown sugar,